back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And here we are, driving around in the hopes of keeping Ezra, the snotty baby, <laughs> asleep in his car seat. <laughs> so we're just rushing around on the highway right now. Yep. Yes. We're having a little bit of a pre-spring here. It's really... It's very exciting. It's good. Every sunny day right now feels a little more hopeful. It does. And every day is a little bit sunnier than the last, if you think about just the amount of daylight. I know, which is really noticeable now because yeah. it's still light at 5. I noticed it was light this morning before 7 a.m., which yeah, was also these are really, really important. Really great tidings. Yeah, these are the kinds of things that are important. I have pr- I probably said this before, but this is the time of year where if it is sunny, you get out in it I and know. go put your face in it, put your arms in it, get a... Like, get a moment. And then, as I always tell my kids, and then when it's not a pretty day, we don't notice it at all. We're just, we just, <laughs> you only on. notice the things that look good. Don't, don't notice that it's three days in a row of dreary gray rain. We don't notice that. <laughs> but every day there's some new little exciting something. I mean, my snowdrops are blooming, and I saw little tips of tulips coming up. Oh, that's fun. Not any of the hundreds that I planted, though, last fall. I planted so many bulbs under my waterbed of sod that <laughs> I have seen no signs of any of them. No, and I'm really hoping that they actually can get out from under the sod. What if I suffocated them? Well, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty. Well, uh, but what if they aren't? What if I, what if I put them under a pelt they can't bloom from under I mean that, I that would think be it's funny really interesting when the tulips come up through a leaf through a leaf and the leaf is like a collar like an Elizabethan ruff going around the I don't tulip. know how they do that Me I mean it because it doesn't make sense to me you'd even think it would just slowly lift the whole leaf right. rather than yeah punch no, through but it, it does punch through that's what it does I'm in a great cluster of trying to plant seeds and you'll all be in really indoors I'm thrilled, assuming you're really talking about thrilled to hear that this morning was the first sign of any of them coming up but it was funny because like last night when I went to bed I have them in my little baking nook because it's quite chilly in there um and some of these are more like keep them cool you know sure so uh there was nothing when I went to bed last night. And this morning when I woke up, there was the tiny little glimmer where you're like, hey, something's happening. Mm-hmm. And then by 9 in the morning, two little leaps. Like, shocking how fast it goes once, once yeah. it kicks off, you know. I love that. It's very fun. Very fun to watch. I already told Becca this, but but I'll tell all of the rest of you so that you can laugh at me in your heart. Which is that about long stretch of life here where I have not been able to find any time to work out. And through my life, I've had moments of, you get in a different routine and this works for right now, but then somehow the situation changes and you just can't do that anymore. Uh, And since having Ezra, it's really not, there's not a lot of, I'm struggling with the full-time jobs I already have. (laughs) So I haven't been doing other ones. But the, what really is extra of me is that I have started doing an hour a day in the house of just cleaning up at a high speed. 
And because I have an Apple Watch, I'm just making sure that my heart rate is elevated. And I'm like, so I'm running up and down the stairs. And I'll tell you, you guys, that's like a that's like a little look-see at your life in a different way. Because, <laughs> because I'll, typically, if I'm thinking I'm cleaning the house, like I all day I'm kind of trying to clean the house. Because yeah. everything in the house needs to be cleaned. Right. And it's a lot of house. So all day, whatever you're doing, I was always on kind of a rhythm of, yeah. you know, you're like, today I cleaned out a bunch of drawers in the kitchen. And you kind of, you know, you're just always mm-hmm. doing that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But when you give yourself an hour and you won't stop anywhere. So there's no sure. going deep in yeah. any location because... And not we, like, oh, I'll check my email really quick. Or, or not like, oh, just, that reminds me that I meant to, I yeah, need to order I this. Or I'm going to add this to my... Um, yeah. To my to-do list. Uh, yeah. let me, it's like, oh. now I should Google dish mats. Dish mats. Or, or <laughs> you know, now I should quickly get my Walmart order going. And then yeah. I'll do... Yeah. There's a lot of things that you just can get distracted by. But when you're like, no, this hour, I'm actually just hoofing it around the house. And the thing is, it's incredibly wasteful, energy-wise. Yeah. But not nearly as wasteful as getting on a treadmill because yeah. yeah but also did you know did you know that it is actually a pretty decent heart elevating workout to walk at high speeds while trying to fold a queen duvet <laughs> <laughs> and i had i like making myself laugh because i am like so silly like popping in to hang up one of luke's shirts and doing some jumping jacks <laughs> Running back out, doing the world's least efficient movements in truck because laundry slows me down way too much because you just end up standing in one place. So I had all the mismatched socks all over the bed, and I'd like run in there and grab two and match them and take them to a, someone's room. He, super wasteful. However, after hardly any time, our house is so much cleaner because because I at no other time would I be like I happen into the living room. Here's a Rubik's cube. I would never be like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna run this up a flight of stairs and go put it on someone. One's bed, no, but low. No. Now I do. Now when I find I a think, Rubik's cube, I I'm all over it. To trademark this because you know how like there was that prancer size, mm-hmm. and then you had this um, is like a cleanser size. What what would we cleanser call it? size? Yeah. Oh oh, that's yeah. what this is. Well, yeah. you've never felt what more foolish and also accomplished. It it's actually the best thing ever, you guys. I was <laughs> I was speed vacuuming. <laughs> And like running the vacuum from one side of the house to the other. <laughs> and it's actually the only way I'm going to, I mean, I at least it is actually killing two birds with one stone. Well, and as I was telling Becca, the accountability for things that might be happening in other areas of our house has gone through the roof. Because formerly people would not assume, not that they're trying to hide things from me, but it's just not that... Every day, I would not be making multiple trips to everyone's bedrooms and well, down to the basement and I up to the, you know. just remember, Mom had a book when we were kids. So, we're talking like, we're in the 80s, and it was called, Do I Dust or Vacuum First? 
and it was all illustrated with these kind of cartoons of housewives doing <laughs> doing things, but it was a sort of Q&A, so it was like, how do I clean the grill of the, you know, fridge? Yeah, and uh -huh. Whatever, and it was like answering all of these questions about basic homemaking, mm -hmm. you know, cleaning questions. And, um... But those illustrations, I remember these cartoon ladies with roller skates. Sweatbands? Yeah, sweatbands and like a this feather duster in the back pocket. This is they, my new life. This they, is it. Oh, and I think a Walkman. I feel like oh, I remember like a Walkman. perhaps a Walkman mm -hmm. on as they, as they skated through the house well, doing it. Well, it's outrageous and stupid and marvelous all at the same time. <laughs> and I'm not sorry about it. Not even a little bit. Almost every time I have done this, I do it for an hour. And I can do it pretty much every day. Although I will get interrupted some. I have done it with Ezra and then Ergo on my back. I've done it when he's napping. Or I'll yeah. do it in the evening yeah. when people are home. And... And it is yeah. really funny, but at the same time, I it's like, you know what? I'm getting things done that I was yeah. not going to get done. And, you know, and part of the funniest... than a gym membership <laughs> and getting your house done. It's, it's actually shocking. Time. And there are things that you know when you're really... Everyone who's a homemaker, you know that like, oh, we're in a big hurry because people are coming over. You do get into an yeah, elevated no, heart rate mode of I'm, oh, I'm getting around. Gear for yeah. sure. And <clears throat> this is just intentionally getting into that mode and maintaining it for an hour instead yeah. of yeah. Uh, instead of stopping when you don't see what's but next. But it's also like it's getting into that mode but without the stress yeah it's bizarre and the funny thing is it does it is it is really great i mean every time i've done it i i end up walking like two and a, two over two miles two and a quarter right. miles or okay. something in an hour in indoors that's pretty good that's i find that good. hilarious and i it yeah. is but it is so funny because you're like just don't slow down and doing lots of if i see a dust bunny i'll just quick get down and grab it get back yeah, you know like right, where you're right. like i'll just you could probably incorporate push-ups into your check under the beds oh push-ups <laughs> yeah any the reality is it's very silly but sort of not a crossfit approach to homemaking it's exactly it's basically like do what you can do but it still has been so great because it is the only way that i could do a normal i mean this is like parallel to going on a walk or something yeah it's not like I'm doing a really intense workout. Yeah. It's just that... Well, the thing is, I couldn't... Like, I... The idea of going on a walk is nice, but I also feel like I cannot spare the time. I have way too much to do that's right a, now. That's my problem. And if Ezra's awake and I'm taking him on a walk, that's fun. But I can't do it that often because we have to be doing his therapy stuff. Like, if he's up and ready to go, yeah. I have work to be doing with him. And right. it's, like, just not... We don't actually have this... Anyways, that's my new fitness regime, and yeah, I have I have already to add to kind of the concept of like the headband, the everything. Yeah. I have ankle weights. Oh, yeah. You know, get yeah. yourself hoofing up and down yeah. the stairs at my house in ankle weights, and that'll treat anyone to an <laughs> elevated heart rate. And since I have people, since I have people who conveniently leave Rubik's cubes around the house for me there is always new exercise well, to do today i think you need to get a name for it and then see if you can be 
become a guru in this. Yeah, in this I'm, I'm actually seeking to not yeah. do that. I'm seeking. <laughs> I'm seeking to keep it to myself. Except I for I told you, you are. on the podcast. I don't think you are. Yeah, you just yeah. on the podcast. I so did, but you can do like this is the thing. You can. There's no reason to not just. You know, I di- I did this before when I years and years ago in our other house. I did it um, when the kids were littler and they had a Fitbit tracking your steps. You know, yeah. and I remember it just being like it was great because I'd be like, I'm gonna get to three thousand steps before I take a shower or whatever. And sure. the reality is, it just kicks you into a different mode of yeah. of not because I think of cleaning the house as being one of my main jobs that does last a lot of the time yeah. that you end up you end up always conserving energy on it because yeah. you're like I'll make a pile of things I'm going to take upstairs later yeah. I'll do like I let me just get this done and whatever and then I'm realizing I don't need to conserve energy in this hour because the whole point of exercising is spending energy somewhere right. so right. let's just be really Us generous with our energy expenses at yeah. home. Yeah. And having it be an hour obviously makes it more realistic because I'm not saying all day when I ever find something out of place, I run it all no, the way no. over the house. It's like I just do it. You just set a timer and then blast off. I actually do it on my Apple Watch with where you can actually set a workout. I start an indoor walking goal or whatever and it okay. and it okay. I don't have a goal. I just yeah. open workout and then it does the I just go for an hour if I can and I can keep an eye throughout on my heart rate yeah. to see if I'm getting like I I you can tell, you know what I mean? It's just the zone too where you ought to be able to talk like you could be talking to someone but you are also they would puffy, know, puffy they would puffy. know that you are doing something but they can yeah. it's not like you can't breathe or anything. Anyways, right. Right. fitness tips yeah. from me. Fitness tips with her as yet unnamed new approach. Yeah, spread the love with yeah. with your yeah. run around the house work. Yeah, I feel like it has to be like prancercise but different. I just hope it would be like prancer size, but not at all like prancer size. <laughs> I'm not aiming to do anything in that genre, so you know. But it pretty much is that, and it makes it really funny that I am doing it. But you know what? That's what I'm doing. Also, the lower, the lower the the fact that I'm just hustling and trying to keep my heart rate up makes you do some jobs in a way that you would not have done them before. So, like, when I quickly am vacuuming an upstairs room and then I'm like, I'm just going to pull the couch out right now and sweep behind it and underneath it. But you're, like, way faster. Usually that would be at a different level of I've settled into really getting this room clean and I'm in a, you don't just blast through and rip a couch out from the wall. (laughs) Not until now. Now I do. That's what I do. Anyways. Well, you'll have to report back. Let us know. Well, I'm like a good week into doing this every day and the reality is it's the house is feeling like a different place. I know there are some things that you do as a mom that you just, it's not that I think I'm scarring my children, but you just can see it going down in the history, the annals of the family. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The 
and you, it's like you know you're signing up for them and to you, be like. And you might do it for ten days total in their whole childhood. But they'll be like, you remember yeah, when mom was in that phase? When or, or they think you did it their whole life. Remember when know? mom was always? Yeah, they're they've been very graciously offering to leave things all over for me in the house <laughs> to. <laughs> Yeah. I was yeah. like, no, you don't have to, because I can do it. I can do yeah. it one I day. Can I can place kind of objects. Making an obstacle course yeah. for mom. You Getting know? into it. Yeah. They Leave they little. do that without trying, so yeah. I <laughs> I hate to think what would happen if they tried. Yeah. Anyways, that's my big tip. My problem solving. Yeah. That's yeah. as far well, as I've gotten. I feel like as many times as you can hit two birds with one stone, you should. You Always. Know? It's such a great thing when you can help yourself to more than one of your problem solutions <laughs> yes yeah so anyways something more more what is that what is what i'm sorry i was trying was that i i just was trying to figure out what that car was it looked like a cop yeah, car I but it's um, oh i hope so um yeah so anyways all right so that's good Rachel's been doing that. Mm-hmm. Also, and I've been quilting. So, oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm I'm blasting into all kinds of realms that I haven't gotten to. Yeah. So quilting, that's fun. Well, there are things that go in different phases of your life that, yeah. like, work and then don't work. And because I have my sewing machine set up in a main area of the house... Because, um, like, behind the couch in the loom room. And it is actually works with having teenagers hanging around, chatting or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. in the middle of things doing that. And sometimes you it makes me more, in some ways, more accessible. Like, if Ezra's playing right there, instead of, like, after dinner, I can get real tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and... And not be a, a ball of fun if you're sitting around <laughs> in the kitchen with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you kind of, uh-huh. and it, it's a it's a good zone. It's like how I used to knit in the evenings, and I ha- I could do that now, too, if I was sitting in the same place sure. doing it. But anyways, these are all the things I've been doing. That's good. I have been, I have been mostly focusing all my energy on trying to figure out how to have a legitimate actual garden this year. But man, that solve that and vain hope. Solve that and and do it at my house too. Okay, sure. Because yeah, mine's thriving so much. It's so funny. I feel like the last two years the garden has not even not even once did I water anything, plant anything. Like it just sat there derelict. Because we had the spree of weddings. Uh-huh. You know? It was like uh-huh. a June wedding, then a March wedding, then a May wedding. Yeah. Meant the first summer nothing happened. Then the next summer nothing happened. So this year I'm trying to make up for all I'm, the- I don't know if you remember, but I was going to really hit the landscaping hard the year that I was actually morning sick. Oh, yeah. And then and the next... The and stuff, then the right? ne- Oh, yeah, that was chaos. And then the next year, I had a newborn. And then this is the year after that, and I'm not sure that I'm going to really be pulling out much either. Well, and I... My approach here is we know, we know that this is not a 
homesteading garden. No, of this necessity. is a leisure garden. This is a luxury garden. Everything in yeah. it will cost more probably by the time all is said and done. It will be smaller. Mm -hmm. It will be less impressive. So basically what I'm trying to do is only grow fun stuff that I can't get at the grocery store uh -huh. or some little variety of something that you can't get. You know, yeah. just so that if it does grow, it will be a treat. I will be excited about it. Because if I tried to grow, for instance, an iceberg lettuce, when I could go buy one for how much money? 78 cents or something? I don't know. I would be interested in growing an iceberg lettuce I mean, because I bet... If I grew one, it would be smaller, the slugs would have been at it, and I probably <laughs> would have spent more money on water and paint and oil. <laughs> so what I'm, I'm wondering, yeah. lettuces I can't buy at the grocery store. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The, the kind that you can't get. I get so, that. So, we're not, no one is pretending that I'm going to be self-sufficient, <laughs> but we are pretending that I'll be immensely arrogant if I get anything to actually grow. <laughs> That's like me and my, when my tortilla puffed and I was like, yeah. it's going straight to my head. Yeah, yeah, it's like, exactly. it's just, I'm feeling full of power right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, exactly. yesterday I finished uh, the quilt top for a little baby quilt and... Uh, made Shad hold it outside off the back. <laughs> and it's a little, it's pink. Yeah. It's very girly little baby quilt. Yeah. Shad's holding it up and it's kind of blowing in the breeze. Shad being a sixth grade boy. And, and he says, <laughs> he's always, Marka. <laughs> what? <laughs> he says, Kept saying America, oh. like, like with a little pink baby quilt in the breeze, and I was like, it's kind of, you know, uh oh, my sad baby is now making a starting to heat it up a little. Bit I think here. I'll just stop by your house and have him get up. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So guys, we're gonna help Ezra not be sad in a minute. Yeah. So yeah. don't give up on us. Anyways, I was enjoying the the boy baby yeah. quilt holding model and how he felt about it. Oh, that's great. It made me laugh. That's funny. Anyways, um, so yeah. gardening, gardening, quilting, so running I'm, around the house like a fool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's spring, you know. It's spring. That's the kinds of things that we're do. doing. I do have some rhubarb coming up, which I am glad to see. I haven't see. gone and looked at mine, but I need to because I covered it all with leaves. I um, didn't. Well, I did because I had to get the leaves off of the pads because I was trying yeah. to clean stuff up. Oh, I swept all the leaves off, then I put a bunch of compost on the garden bed, and then I put the leaves back on. But I also had taken my one thriving rhubarb, chopped it into a bunch of bits, and spread it out. So I felt like now I might not have any rhubarb at all. Uh huh. I planted some real hectically by the back door. I have, and, and um, but it, it, it seemed to really like the spot that we put it. That's good, yeah. So, and it's all coming up right now. So yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I would like more rhubarb. I want rhubarb everywhere. I, I love it. I do too. I love a rhubarb. Ben can't with rhubarb. And really? So we need to, we need to work on Ben's like spiritual state. I'm surprised this. he doesn't even no. like a strawberry rhubarb pie. No. no, he's very adamant that he feels like it's celery masquerading as fruit and it's just huh. I keep telling him like you're misled by the shape it's nothing like a celery but he still sticks to it that he doesn't want to find any celery in his dessert 
That's funny. And I love it. I, I, love I love it. I think it's what. Oops. I think it's one of the only ones that, like a pies, like blueberry. Mm. Yeah. Huckleberry, mm, because yeah. I feel like it's a real waste of a brilliant fruit. The thing that I like about rhubarb is that it it only achieves greatness being yeah. baked or used yeah. in something. And that, to me, is different than taking something that's magical as it is and yes. putting it into a sugar syrup. That totally I feel I feel like is an unnecessary totally an unnecessary yeah. move for a lot of fruits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Well, I just Yes, my my little veg dreams are big right now. But everyone who's listened very long is aware that my yeah. dreams are big every year at this particular oh, time of year. Hi. Alright, we're getting them out. Isn't it bad having a snotty old head? It's difficult. Yeah. Oh, he's like magically happier already. Hi, easy. We'll just get this. Want to get your nose blowed? The spring always brings it out that you have high hopes about what you're going to actually pull up. We'll report back in August and see if I have anything growing in my garden I'm at all. Sorry about your little snotty, snotty, snotty yes. problems. I it's always sad when a kid has their real, they're really aware. He kind of waves at his nose in distress, like why, why is it doing this? Mm-hmm. Do you want to play with that? You can shake that. Oh, you're, you're. All right, well, I can feed a baby while we're in here. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Talking to mom today, and I was thinking how important this is to reflect on, which is that even though we're living in times where things are really crazy... Oh, I I told Becca this already. I'm realizing I have to update the listeners, which is that I showed some of my kids... A video of Biden making no sense the other day. They were like completely not impressed by it. And I was like, no, no, guys, wait. Let me explain. He's referencing Mexico, which is not what he's talking about here. And they were like, yeah, but as it comes out that my children were not, they were like, well, yeah, but mom, he's never made sense. And I just had a moment of shock and awe about the fact that I have children who, because even though we, Trump did more good things, we didn't listen to him. He was embarrassing to listen to. We did not, like, he hardly spoke a speak with, with excellence, you know? He was, he's a little wild. And, a little. Yeah. But I mean, like, he wasn't a good, he was also a bizarre character. Yeah. Obama is our last, like, presidential a presidential president somebody who felt like a statesman yeah who (laughs) behaved as though he was in office of some kind jemima told me that her students were having to read the lincoln douglas debates and that um she compared it pulled up a reel of trump biden quotes and it was trump saying like smart you know, don't use the word smart. You graduated last in your class, and Biden going, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit 
of a come down <coughs> since the Lincoln You're like, whoa, days. whoa, whoa. And anyways, it was really weird to me to realize that for my children, the yes. President of the United States is not normally yeah. someone who can speak coherently. Right? I mean, it's just more of a comedic... They're like, well, sometimes we just watch sort of a clip of the president doing some gosh awful thing. And, and, you know, in our youth, when Clinton did that, uh, terrible move where he said he didn't, he didn't inhale the marijuana. He just put it in his mouth, but didn't inhale. And the whole world had a heyday about how dumb that was. Right. And now... That that couldn't get Those a minute. That couldn't on. get a minute anywhere. Yeah, like no. nobody cares about no, that at all. But remember, I mean, like Biden took out corn pop, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't that the yeah, gangster named Corn Pop? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I missed it. <laughs> I might have to go fact check, but I still, you know, called, what was it, he called somebody the lion dog faced pony soldier, and he, oh, and that's he right. maintained stoutly that that was a quote from a John Wayne movie, but nobody ever did. <laughs> <laughs> but a lion dog faced pony soldier is, <laughs> I forgot about that. But, but I mean, like I things like this just roll by at yeah. such a speed that we can't, we can't keep up with it no, anymore. No, and it's hard. but what really surprised me was just that I have kids who are like, like able to vote <laughs> that don't know a time when the president could talk clearly. <laughs> like, oh, it is, it is too shocking. Bad. Okay, it's so too bad. so that what reminded me of that is what I was really gonna say, which okay. is that like. That there's this temptation to think that, like, we're living in exceptional times. Because there are things that are exceptional about right now that will historically be the, this is that, like, this is that kind of era that we, we lived through the time when these things became, when it became normal for the president (laughs) to not make sense. And yeah. to forget everything and for everyone to know that he's not actually doing his job like right. somebody else's. Right. Basically, that's a weird era. But it doesn't change at all what we're actually... It's not like we don't still have our clear marching orders. Yeah. And we do. Yeah. But the temptation is to be like, oh, we're living in such a special time. Right. We need different information. You know? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Give us a new directive, yeah, right, not right. a, not just keep at it, you know, yeah. keep at your posts doing these things. And I, anyways, I was talking with mom about that, that situations do change, but that people continue to need to do the basic things Yeah. and to not get swept up in the situational change. Like... Well, I think people doing the basic things is what keeps us out of the crazy times, you know? It's like, Mm -hmm. if everyone would behave like a Christian in their lives... Well, a lot would be improved. A lot would be better. A lot would be better. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just the idea that we're... That people are like, oh, things are weird or things are, you know, like... Sort of um, desperate times call for desperate measures, sort of. 
Yeah, or like, I don't want to have to do the things that would be normal, good counsel for people. So, like, take, for instance, single women. Right. It is actually a different world right now to be a single woman in than it was. um, You say hi to Aunt Becca. Hi, easy. Uh, basically, it's a different world to be a single woman in sure. now. And situationally, like statistically, things are different. There are different factors in, in play. And people sure. can want to start talking about those things all the time. Like, oh, sure. all we're going to do is talk about the prevalence of porn now and the pro like we can focus on the things that are very real but like statistical information kind of about what's happening now instead of thinking about yes but but even so you're just called to be a faithful christian woman and and that it doesn't really matter what the statistical changes are in the world like so it's it's like the scripture's counsel to you is not different because you're living in a time where more people are, you know, where hookup culture is such a yeah, thing. Yeah, but you have to remember the New Testament was written when temple prostitution was a problem. So, you know, things have been bad before. And yeah, and fact, that's... They were bad right at the original time. I actually just was reading the other day about our favorite, you know, the quote we always say about um, Elizabeth Bootser. Pray for me, I'm going to the kitchen. Yes. I was yes. looking her up, reading about her, and they had, uh, it's actually wild. I had not really thought through this. He was one of the first, uh, he married Martin Bootser, married Elizabeth Bootser. Okay. That was, I think, the first clerical marriage. Okay. And which made her the first pastor's wife. In a like, while. Yeah. yeah. Well, before, I don't know that there, there wasn't such a thing, right? There, well, doesn't Paul say something about Peter's wife? Or, well, but that would be a wife of an apostle, which is well, kind sure, of more primary in its... But sure. all this is to say, she was like the first pastor's wife. And the Catholic yeah. Church wanted to make a big example of them to shame. Right. So they were just slandered and held up, but basically it was really uh, a really wild in there like we will beat this out so hard that no one will do it again they ended up basically doing a lot of advertising for the movement and this was a time when everyone was more okay with with priests having mistresses and tons of children outside of marriage than they were with someone getting married oh well the popes had yeah whole towns whole towns of of their children but so anyways elizabeth bootser first pastor's wife they have so they are like all over the place being slandered having major conflict and trouble but they also had 12 children and the only one that lived uh for very long at all was severely handicapped Yes. So throughout wow. throughout her life, like, you're not talking about someone who 
had an, had an easy breezy you know, tone, you know, like, and just really, I thought it was really, it was just a really interesting vignette. She asked her husband on her deathbed, she told him to marry one of her friends who was a widow, wow. who had been, um, she was a widow and had some kids and he did not, he was very grieved at losing her and did not, did not marry her friend until quite a while later when he realized he really did need help. Okay, love. Uh, and she, he married her friend and then he wrote kind of like, like he appreciated his second wife, but his second wife <laughs> made him think about how extraordinary his first wife was a lot more, but he, one of the That's things sad. he said is his second wife was much less free with her criticism that his first wife had been a lot more iron sharpening iron, but she didn't let a lot fly, apparently. She was, she was always gonna just go ahead and talk about what she felt needed to be dealt with. <laughs> Anyways, it, I don't even, now I can't remember why I brought them up, except for, oh, that plus, that plus, yes, because that's the thing that they were doing, right? It's like, through an extraordinary time, yeah. through a, and, and it's weird because it was such a big deal, the monks that, that married. Yeah. That was such a huge deal, except for what the huge deal was, was incredibly ordinary. Yes. Right? Like, in it, we're shaking a thing Mentos, of gum. A yeah. Thing. Um, but it was, it was like, extraordinarily ordinary. Yeah. And it was faithfulness in right. just... We're going to do the thing where a man marries a woman. Yeah. And they have children and they keep a home together and they try to, you know, they're so hospitable and that and they serve yeah. the Lord. And anyways, and I was thinking about Jeremiah Burroughs writing about contentment at a time when everyone was losing children. Like yeah. disease was, ran yeah. you know, just the general misery would have been so much higher, yeah. but the failure to be content and thankful is just about the same as <laughs> yeah. you know like that we're living in way yeah. easier circumstances yeah uh, I, I bring all this up to say that as extraordinary as our times get now yeah. it's the ordinary obedience that is really world changing it is it and is. it's almost like the worse it gets, the more important it is that we be doing, yep. like, it doesn't mean, oh, it's so bad that this will never make a difference. It's, it's so bad that the only things that will make a difference is the very small, yeah. Every little faithful bit obedience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good trick. That's Do you have any trick. words for the podcast, Ezra? Nope. <laughs> no words? Uh, anyways, I can think of lots of applications of this in all of our lives because the yeah. thing about ordinary obedience is that there's so much of it. There's, it's always accessible. It's always, it's always right in front of you. It's today. It's, it's today. always today. It's always now. It's pardon, always, it's pardon. always on your own to-do list or dinner that has to be made tonight or things, you know, it's yeah. just very, yeah. uh, well, there's always the, like, right now, what I could do is not have a bad attitude. Right now, what I could do is not, you know, be lazy. What I could do right now is... 
not get swept up in petty grievances. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. I could, I could right now be the kind of person who thanks the Lord for this difficulty and yeah. presses on. Yeah. yeah. I could return good for evil. I could pray for my enemies. I could, but sh- but but will I? <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, these are all like I think everybody has. It's like the worse it gets, the more we need to be real, real focused on the on the things that are so very doable right in front of us. Because it's yeah. not it's not like any of us is in a position to just go, you know, change the public schools right. today. Right. But we are in a position to teach our own children. Like, yeah. and to love our, you know. Yeah. Basically, we definitely need another monster-sized reformation and revival. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we gotta look busy like those people were. <laughs> and, and we gotta, we gotta start with what's right in front of us. For sure. And it's no good and, for reformation and if you yourself won't get up off the That's the thing we pray every week about. Stop being a snort on social media. I know, if we regard <laughs> iniquity in our own hearts. Yeah. Like, if we... Oh, man. There's something in the Bible reading challenge today that... I say this a lot. I'm sure we said it on the podcast before, but... Sometimes there's this... Uh, problem people have where you are like well I have this desire this desire is not bad so it's probably a desire that came from God Yes. and I have I have this desire and so God would never ask me to not do it. God, it would never be honoring God for me to not be showing hospitality right now Sure. right or it would never be honoring God for me to whatever little desire you have Oh yeah, oh yeah, buddy. And uh, but today when we were listening, where are we? We're in Chronicles. Chronicles. But the David and the when he goes to buy the threshing floor, and he says, like, how should I offer to the Lord something that cost me nothing? And it's that obviously that's is that is a unique situation. But at the same time. It's like when you are offering something to God, when it is a sacrifice, that's kind of, that's kind of the point of it, that it's something you didn't, it's cost you something. It's not something that you, um, and I was thinking about that just because of how often we don't want to lay down the things. We want to lay down the things we weren't going to use anyways. We don't, we don't, you know, like we want to donate the things we're sick of. Isn't that the whole problem in, is it Malachi? Which is the one, the minor prophet, where, where they always the thing. Where, they're bl- and don't they always the say, blind. when did we ever not do yeah. this? When and, did we... But they're basically, they're doing the thing you're doing with your house cleaning, which is two birds with one stone. We get rid of this blind, lame cow that we didn't want, and, and we got to sacrifice and to God. And that's just Who could out. fault us for our I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to say that that's what I'm doing in my house cleaning. No, I'm saying that. <laughs> that's exactly it, Rachel. I brought it round to Rachel, you're offering a blind, lame cow. But no, yes, the, I, it's exactly the, the same thing. two for one 
the, the two-for-one situation is the part. All right, they're like, we, we weren't going to use this anyways. And, and so might as well. The Lord should definitely be pleased. Well, remember hearing those stories about, like, missionaries in Africa, the sorts of donations they'd get from back home were used tea bags. Yeah, once used. You yeah. can probably still wring a yeah, cup out of this. Like, I can, I can donate to the mission work and also not have to cost myself anything. I will feel godly and I will bless them with something gross. That they, <laughs> something they couldn't have had anyways. Yeah, it's like so sad. It's so sad. But it's true that that's, a, that that's like a common thing is to think how could we do something that wouldn't cost us. The, the application that I make to this often with people is just that when, like, because that question of, but why would I have this desire? It's like sometimes God puts something in your hand so that you might have something to give. And so that you might have a thing to offer that is a thing that you wanted to have. Yep. Yes. And, yep. and the reality is, it's, it is such a gift that he does that. That yeah. he gives us something. It's like a parent actually giving you money to buy them a gift with. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is... Uh, because the the initial thing is a gift. Right. And then it's a gift to let you offer it to Back. him. Mm-hmm. But it is funny how often we're like, you don't understand. I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. I actually wanted to not have this pro you know like i i was not planning to offer this to god i know i know it's true <sighs> well do you have a, another tip besides another crossfit your home run around your, your house cleaning um i did buy a ugly doormat that <laughs> wow, that's inspiring i know let me just well, i'm going to look it up for it's actually, I'm just saying, I'm not endorsing it from the perspective of it being beautiful. Um, hmm. I wonder if I'll ever find it, though. That's the thing. What it's, <laughs> I, think if, I think I'll never find it. Uh, <laughs> I was going to come up with the name of it because it actually is a spectacularly effective doormat. Like, it is okay. one that I put inside our... We have a water hog, and then I put yeah. this in, and it really cleans off the dog's feet or the whatever. Okay. It holds tons of stuff in it. It's, okay. like, great. But I'm like, I'll never find it. I'm, like, trying to look in my email for, like, what was the name of this place yeah. that I purchased it from? I'll never find it. So, you know... I got nothing. I got so no... she's got no tips for us. Yeah. Um, ugly doormats that your guess is as good as ours, what they might be. Why is it ugly? <coughs> oh, it's just one of those ones that's like a... Oh! No! <laughs> oh, he, did, he likes it. He's making like a laugh with this amount of snot he just shot out of his nose. <laughs> no good. There you no go. Good. Uh, it's a bad little It's one of those ones that has like the little 
I guess it's microfiber probably like little it's like a deep pile of yeah, sure. them. It's just not a beautiful map, but it's yeah. highly effective. Okay. So I'm actually feel like I'm ready to buy more of them for other locations okay. because a map that works, you know. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, I love though that I was gonna offer it as a tip without knowing the name of it. I just thought I was gonna find it out. <laughs> Before. You know what I got? And mm-hmm. I, this is also an equally sort of mystery tip since I also don't know what it's called. But you know those um, little bottles that you basically push the top up and down in order to get the liquid out? Uh-huh. And I do not mean a pump top. I mean it's where you actually, the lid itself, you like flip open and then you yeah. pump it up and down. I got a few of those off Amazon, just little glass ones with a little silver top to put like eye makeup remover in. And it's just, I really like it a lot. It's just, it's nicer to have it sitting there rather than fish out a bottle and, I don't know, open it up and do a thing. It makes me happy every time I use it. And it's just not, it's not like it saves a lot of time in your life, but it, I, I appreciate it. Those, I don't know what it's called, though. So everyone else would have to do their... Are you baptized? Yes, you are. Are you baptized? That's his little trick he does. Is he, yeah. Are you baptized? Are you baptized? What about, what about this? How big is Ezra? Yeah, yeah so, so big. big. So big. So big. So big. Well, yep. after that glorious couple of recommends... <laughs> I... I love that I just have no knowledge of what... If I was better at searching, I'm like, maybe I could... um, It's just, I don't even know. I'm like, what is it? I love that smiling at me today, because usually when Ben's around, he will smile at Ben and be very charming to Ben, but he kind of just gives me the old passive look. But today, you're being very friendly. Are you? Are you being more of a... He just likes Ben's beard, I think. He feels... Baptized. baptized. That's right. This is his... Let's see if we do this for you, too. Ready? Patty cake, patty cake, baker stand. Bake me a cake as fast as you can. And roll it. And roll it. And pat it, pat it, pat it, pat it, pat it. And pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. And... And you do it. It's like everyone's listening. Like my cat. And throw it to the chickies. (laughs) He usually does that last bit himself. He usually does. Finds out that we have an alternative patty cake that we do. Yeah, throw it to the chickies. It hails from Oklahoma, I think. Really? Yeah, because it's Grandma Lillian. Yeah, well, we always great, throw it our to the great grandma. Rather we, than we don't it put, in the oven we don't mark it with the B. We pat it, pat it, pick it, pick, pick it, it, throw it to the chickies. I remember both Chloe as a fat little toddler was very moved by the sorrows of things in the songs. And when I got to the oh playmate, I cannot play with you. My dolly's got the flu. Yeah, her her little fat face. She just. Very, very sad. sad. Little eyes turned down, and she would also do that about the itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> very she, sad. she was. All the rest of my kids laughed at the distress of everyone, but no, <laughs> Chloe was like, "Oh, 
poor Dolly's got the flu. Boo hoo hoo hoo. Anyways. Alright guys, until next time when I might remember the name of the doormat. There's just no help from me today. But we'll talk to you later.